Garfield et Jeff There's absolutely no way you can get fucking monkey pox at the zoo for God's sake. Oh, shit. Hey, what's up, faders? Welcome to yet another action packed episode of God Faded Japan. And I am your host, Johnny. And I'm Tom Tom Tokyo. And I'm Jeremy motherfucking Destiny. How y'all doing? Oh, yeah. And as you find folks know, God Faded Japan is about three dudes, booze, Japan, and the motherfucking news. That's right. Jeremy, what episode is it? It is episode... Holy shit, you just told me. Oh, no. No, no. Tom, do you know the answer? I don't know. I don't know, man. Help me, help me. You guys are... I I was listening because I was like, oh, this is definitely going to Tom. This is definitely going to Tom. Then it came to me, and I'm like, okay, I'm smart. I'll deflect it to Tom. Then Tom deflected it back to me, and I'm deflecting it back to Johnny. It's a hot potato. It's episode 653, faders. 653. Yes, that's that's what I said. That's Well, you're close. Uh, Kind of. Well, faders, put your drinks in the air because this is a very, very big drinking episode because we are drinking fancy drinks. Oh, yes, indeed. I'm drinking a Pimm's, and I think the Pimm's cup is going to be the summer drink as of now. Jeremy, what are you drinking? All right, so I've got my little special concoction here. Mm-hmm. I've worked this out. I buy the zero alcohol Asahis, and then I pour a big old fat pint of fucking shochu, and mm-hmm. then I just top it off with a little bit of uh, Asahi. So it tastes like beer, and it gets you fucked up, and it's very, very low calorie. Tom, how about you, buddy? I am drinking screwdrivers out of a mason jar because I'm classy like that. Can't go wrong with a mason jar, dude. I like the feel of a mason jar in your hand, you know? I know. They're cool, man. Got a bunch of them. Fortunately, my kid broke a bunch of them because that's a pratfall of having a kid. He decided to pick two up and start bashing them together and broke two at once. And I'm like, you motherfucker. Dude, you guys um, picked on, on, on a cool point. My bar specifically serves all of our cocktails out of mason jars. Oh, really? Oh, shit. That's yeah. pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. Wow. That's don't we have, speaking of which, don't we have a special commercial coming up or something? Uh, yeah, we do. That was going to be a surprise. <laughs> but yes, uh, yes, we do have a new sponsor. Jeremy, could you tell us about your our new sponsor of Gaffe to Japan? Well, gentlemen, located in the area called Kago in Fukuoka, that is between Yakuin and Daimyo, is Eight Stars American Bar, owned by and operated by yours truly. Yay! Yeah, that's right. Hell yeah, dude. That's a place where we're going soon. I gotta say, that's a pretty good plug. I like how you did that, Jeremy. 
Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I hope you like the um, the commercial that I made too, because I've I cut all that together. I spent a couple hours uh, editing it. I spent a few hours, you know, getting like different video clips and stuff like that. And then I was like, what can I fucking do to make this interesting? And I tried to cut it together like like a maybe like a two early two thousands rock and roll grunge kind of video. Yeah, I hope you like it. Cool. No, it's awesome. It's really impressive. Yeah, we're definitely going to have that up there. So, yes, faders, stay tuned because we do have commercials and we know that you guys love commercials. <laughs> uh, God, I hope there's no commercials. We're trying to make them interesting. Yeah, no, you did. And yeah. I hope there's no commercials before this. You know, like, I mean, it, it, there's nothing worse than watching a YouTube commercial than watching a YouTube video. I fucking hate that, dude. That's like the worst thing ever. Ugh. You want to watch a video or a music video or something. You're just like, oh, cool, cool. Push play. And then you got to wait like, what, 30 seconds for something to fucking like play on. What a fucking joke, dude. It sucks. The worst one is Facebook because it's not before the video. It's like you're getting into a video, like you're watching the new song released by Allison Chain's lead singer William Duvall, the new guy, and oh. he's jamming out this fucking great song. And you're like, "This is awesome! I'm gonna buy this track." And then it's like, "Naruhodo, you should try this new yogurt." And blah 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 blah, and it makes you poop. And I'm like, "For fuck's sake! I was just in the middle of a track." And then they go back to the track and it's skip like three seconds of the song. Oh, it's ridiculous. Dude, that sucks, man. That really sucks. That's about as bad fucking as the Facebook. Oh, yeah. Fucking Facebook. Fucking meta. Fucking meta. <laughs> well, all of them, dude. Like, uh, what, what, is, is no one? I, I get that, like, these services, like, want extra revenue. And I get that because they're greedy fucking corporations. Mm-hmm. And fucking greedy assholes selling their products want to put the name out there. I get that. But should it, like has us. anyone told these guys that, like, warning, playing a... Uh, fucking commercial before or during the video that I want to watch makes me not want to buy your product. Yes. That's definitely true. I make it a point not to buy those products. Right. And I see that. And and, and usually I thought, I thought, I thought for a second, right. Cause YouTube actually used to do this for me. It used to actually show me like relevant ads of stuff. I might be interested of nowadays. I'm just like, what the fuck YouTube? I thought like, you and Facebook and like all the other bullshit teamed up to spy on me and you had your algorithm and blah, blah, blah. Then I'm just seeing like random shit. Like Depends. Go, I don't even know what the fuck you're selling, but I know I definitely don't fucking want it. Yeah. No kidding, man. I a hundred percent agree with you, dude. If, if you put a, a product, even if I wanted it before, or like if my Alexa device or my Google home device is eavesdropping on me and hears me say that I want that device. Yeah. If I see a commercial for it in the middle of a video that I'm watching, my mind instantly goes to zero. Fuck you. Fuck, Fuck you. I'm not going to buy it. Yeah. yeah, dude. Totally. I agree with you a hundred percent, man. Unless it is a beer, then I'm like, fuck it. They win this time. <laughs> 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 Not even beer, man. Not even beer could bring me back, man. I wouldn't say oh. I'd stop drinking Guinness or one of my favorites, but like, mm, I don't know. You stopped drinking Guinness? Why? I said I, said I wouldn't say. Oh, I wouldn't okay. say. But I don't know. Then again, I tend to think Guinness. Guinness always used to have good commercials. I, I, I tend to think that they're a little bit more, in, like, uh, how do you say, advertising savvy. Some of these other dipshit companies. I know Guinness in Europe, dude, their European commercials were awesome. It's like, Guinness, get laid. And then just show like a lady's tits because you can show that on TV over there. I mean, that is the best way to sell beer. Yeah, right. Not not to gay people. (laughs) I'm I'm joking. They didn't do did They did. They probably did do that in France and maybe Finland. 
Probably. Did ever show you the Choco Party commercial? The chokehold? Choco Party. It was in Chocolate Party. The chokehold of my dick went, oh, so, what's happening here? Uh, there's the, this commercial, like, uh, this, like, they had some just smoking hot model and basically, like, a micro bikini. She's like, they don't like you, Choco. She's, like, jumping around, Choco Party. Good, good. Choco Party. Good, good. And then she's, just, like, jumping up and down. Her tits are going, brr, 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 brr. For a and chocolate? Going, what's that? For a chocolate party? Yeah, for a chocolate, some kind of chocolate candy. But yeah, that's all she does is for like five or ten seconds, just jump up and down, go choco party, make these dumb hand symbols, and then then then, then she looks down, sees her titties are bouncing up and down, and she goes, "Where are you looking?" And then then, then just cuts like to the the chocolate bar they're selling. It's like choco party, good good, and that's it. It's like a fifteen second commercial. I'm like, I watched it. Like, sold. This is sold. I was like, yes. I was like, yes. No, I want chocolate. This is the most awesome commercial. I I want to buy this. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. I could definitely go with that. Oh, man. Oh, I'll, 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 t- I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll, find, I'll find the YouTube clip and I'll post it on the page. Oh, please do. Please do. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Check this out, guys. I watch a ton of TikTok, a ton of TikTok. And one of the things that's trending on TikTok right now are things that are called icks. And guys our age would probably call them turnoffs, right? Like things that turn you off. Oh, yeah. So I was thinking we could take this opportunity to just go over a few things. Because we live in Japan. We dated like primarily, not always, but primarily Japanese girls. What are some icks that you guys have come across? What What are your turnoffs in Japan? In Japan, we'll start with yeah. In in Japan, dating dating people around in Japan, it could be foreigners in Japan, it could be Japanese people in Japan, it could be any any kind of person that, that lives in Japan. Because you know and I know, once you live here for a long time, you pick up certain traits. Like you, like some people don't ever look other foreigners in the eyes when they walk past each other. Some people who are quite op <clears throat> quite opposite of that want to be super friendly and try to get to know you and try to, you know, I don't know what, what their motivation is, but they, they were super friendly, overly friendly, and they want to get in into your group as quickly as possible. There are yeah. just so many things that we learn by living here. Mm-hmm. What are your turnoffs or the, in TikTok words, icks? <laughs> I got a bunch of them, dude. Um, one of them, one of, one of the biggest ones is like, where do you like to party? I like to party in Ropongi. That's an instant fucking fail. Oh God! Yes, that's an ick, Tom. Ick. Yeah, like that. That's like because we're basically Ropong is just a seedy. Well, it, it's really expensive, but it's a seedy, they, scummy they, area. They know. They know. They know. They know. They know. They they listen to the podcast. They know where Ropong is. Okay, what's yeah, another ick, Tom? Chooses to party there. Don't fucking date her. Uh, another one. Uh, like the, basically, in fact, with this is like with other guys, but like I don't know what the first thing you guys look at at a woman when you first see her. It was I always look at the walk. That's really important to me. The walk, like, you know, like to make sure that's, that's called the run and scream. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, so, some, some, no, but you can tell, if you can't you can catch her, it's an ick. No, no, yeah, it's an no, ick. Seriously, listen, just listen. You can seriously tell, like, a lot about what, like, a girl's like personality. Walk. Some, some girls walk with confidence. Some are like really shy. But I just, you know, I can go back and forth with that. But I, I like a nice, graceful walk. Hmm. But okay. like, you know, but but on the other end, what, what's an ick for me is like some of these girls. You're you're in a bar and you're drinking. You're like, like you know, everybody's sitting looking. You're looking over. This girl is like, oh man, she's fucking hot, man. She's dope. And you realize she stands up and she can't even fucking walk in the nice designer heels she's got. Like not. Oh, you talking about? You talking about the crooked the crooked legs? Yeah. Like the where Japanese girls walk with the, the crooked, bow like, legs, crooked legs. Like, the, yeah, it's weird, right? Like, yeah. Wait, is it, or, is the bow legs. 
isn't it called toes the, or whatever? Isn't it called the Kidian, like the giraffe? Because they walk like a giraffe, like cook, 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 cook. Is I, it? I had no yeah. idea what. Yeah, no or, idea. or they, they walk like pigeon toed, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. pigeon toed is an English term. I, I think it's called yeah. kidding. Kidding means like a giraffe, right? So they walk like a giraffe because giraffes don't walk gracefully. They walk kind of like, oh, like, that's why they can't escape tigers and other predators. <laughs> My <laughs> head's all the way up here and I'm <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, if, if you ask a girl, what, what are you into? And she's like, I like J-pop and fashion. Like, fucking stay away. If she's that vapidly fucking stupid, like, trust me, man, it's not worth it. Because I made the, I made the mistake when I was younger. That's I was not like, stupid. Yeah, Lots of people is. like that shit, man. She, One of the coolest cool things about living part, in Japan part, is the fashion. Yeah, no, and no, J-pop. For me, but that, but most, the girls that will say that, that's like the only thing they like. When I was a younger, dumber man, I was like, I don't care, man. This chick's hot and she's DTF, so let's fucking do this. And then I realized, like, you got to talk to her. Like, yeah, you, you gotta you gotta talk to her when you're done. And you're just like, oh my god, I would do anything to escape this situation. Down to like, fart. Yeah, sixty seconds after you come, you're like, oh yeah, let me yeah, maybe let one. Yeah, I didn't think of that one. Yeah, maybe just let one rip and be like, oh sorry, you know, I like to you know unload and not burn a bit after I'm done. I'm yeah, not I'm just talking about the front end. I had no idea you're so pick. In fact, I I don't believe these. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. I, I got gotta... fucking fuck you, man. I got high standards, man. I got pl- there's plenty more I can go on, but I'll I'll, I'll tell uh-huh. you what. Okay, maybe three is enough just to open the floor for me. We we can go on. Uh, Jeremy, Johnny, you got, you guys want want to lay down some? Uh, okay, all right. Um, not finishing a oh, drink. Bad teeth, bad teeth, bad teeth. Oh well, that's a given. That's a yeah, given. That's a given, right? Yeah, yeah. If you got Sharky like sitting next to you, Stinky but if. Mouth. Uh, Oh god, or bad breath. Oh, bad breath. Oh, stinky bad dead breath. mouth. Oh god, yeah, like natto teeth. Ugh. Or, or fucking old, like four day old chicken teeth. Oh, that's that's pretty bad too. Um, not finishing a drink, man. You know, when you're like a hardcore drinker, you know, when, when you're hanging out with a chicken, they don't drink the drink. You're just like, what the fuck, man? That first off, that cost me like seven bucks. Seven hundred. Just bought it for him. Yeah. yeah, and then you, you don't drink it, and then fucking, and then ugh, no, no, that's that's definitely that's that's definitely an ick. Yeah. I'll tell you what, man. Um, in my bar, I'm gonna bring it back to my bar again. Eight Stars American. So, bar. what's the name of your bar again? I forget. It's called Eight Stars American Bar. I like my T-shirt. Oh, nice. Eight Stars American Bar. Very cool. All Very right. cool. Check it out. Like, uh, my bar has a like a, a drink system, so you can buy, you can buy cocktails or or highballs one at a time, uh, for either 600 yen for a, a highball or 700 yen for a cocktail, or you could buy tickets, which basically means you buy two. Drinks in advance, and you get one free. So you get oh. three tickets. You get three tickets for fourteen hundred, or three tickets for eleven hundred. Smart, right? Oh. So, but what what pisses me off is like um, people who come in and they buy buy a set of tickets, and they'll drink one drink for like four hours and sit there and take up space in the bar and talk to everyone and like you know make the bar like uh, like crowded and they take up a seat. And then, then they come back for like the next three weeks and drink one drink each time that they they bought like. Oh, uh, that's cheap. And also, that's oh, just fucking cheap, man. That is. Yeah. Pretty and then cheap. the other day, the other day we had a guy come in who had an old ticket from the old owner because I got the ticket mm. system from the old owner. And I was like, "When did you buy this?" He's like, "Oh, I came here six months ago. Can I still use this?" I'm like, no. <laughs> well, I don't want to be a dick, you know. I, I still want the guy to come and enjoy enjoy our bar. So I'm like, all right, you can use it this time, but I don't don't bring these back again because we've already changed the ticket system. It's a completely different ticket, right? 
Yeah, it doesn't even look like the old tickets. They're smaller and it's different. I'm like, I'll give it to you this time, but man, if you think about it from a bar owner's perspective, that's the old dude got paid for that liquor. Now you're drinking my liquor for free, and then you're in my bar taking up space, and you're not buying any drinks, and you're just annoying people, you know, with your drink with no ice in it. You know what I mean? I totally know what you mean. Super annoying. So I totally get where you're coming from, Johnny. When you buy a chick a drink. And she just sips it and doesn't drink it, doesn't finish it. Oh, annoying, man. Annoying, oh, bro. It's the worst. The uh, worst. It's the you worst. You guys actually man. buy chicks drinks? Because I sure as shit don't. I do. Uh, I, buy, I buy people yeah, drinks all the time, We don't expect man. you to. <laughs> well, I don't because I don't need to, motherfucker. Yeah, I know you because you're a cheap bastard. Before we go to break, boys, let me tell you about this one. This one is extremely gross. Right. I was going out with this chick. I'm for- listening. I was going on this year. I met her. I met her at the Rock and Roll Bar in Rapungi, which you can already see where this is going. And uh, the Rock and Roll Bar used to be in front of the Hard Hard Rock Cafe. And it was like, it was like shaped like a train, and oh, like, had like yeah. one counter. Yeah, 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 yeah. You remember that? yeah, I love that place. I love the place. I love the owner. Owner's still my friend. I'm still friends with him on Facebook. I met her in there, and I was I, I was like hanging out with her in that bar, and she's like, "You want to go out?" Sometime after, you know, uh, you know, on outside of this place, I'm like, yeah, sure, we can hang out. And then, like, I met her, and we went out, and I took her out. We had a great time. We went back to my place. We went, and then, like, uh, she's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta go back to my house. Like, I'm like, oh, well, what's going on? She's like, oh, it's it's six thirty, and and my dad likes to give me a bath. What? And so I what's go, the problem. <laughs> I go, you're thirty three years old. Let that sink in for a second. <laughs> My dad likes to give me a bath. She was, she was serious. Dude, it was not a joke. And I was just sitting there like going, the fuck? Yeah. Basically. Yeah, that, that really happened. That literally fucking happened. And I'm like, all right, then uh, let's uh, make sure that I lose your number. And, well, let's uh, dissect this. Let's dissect this. So basically, it, was she cheating on her father with you? She's like, listen, I got to tell you something. Um, I've got a dad at home and we're pretty close. And uh, yeah, yeah. So um, we're going to was a dad, a not a daddy. Yeah. 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 yeah we're going to have to keep a relationship, you know, kind of on the DL. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and wait, at that point, at that point, what is the difference between a dad and a daddy? Like at that point, like, right. Well, no, a daddy, daddy. A daddy is someone who's just like a sugar daddy who pays. Yeah, no, 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 everything. no. But I mean, I mean, don't, don't you like, you know, you see what I'm saying? It's kind of like they're one of the same, though. No, bitch no. was talking about her fucking biological father, man. Yeah, I know, but like, he's her, her like, biological like father daddy. likes to wash her butthole. Right. Yeah, saying, exactly. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. Jeremy, Tom doesn't have a problem with this. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, could, I, could, I could introduce you to her, man. And she's probably still hanging out there if they're still open. My, my, my fucking question is like, did like, did her father like enjoy like cleaning her, you know, your fucking jizz off her titties? <laughs> right? <laughs> like, oh, I see somebody, somebody's been out and about. You've been naughty. Uh, bend over. You're going to get the hose again. <laughs> Was it like water. Silence of the Lambs or some shit? Yeah, yeah it puts it, the lotion it, on its skin. <laughs> or it gets the hose again. gets the hose again. Oh, God. No, that right. literally fucking happened. That is so gross, man. That is, that is fucking, so gross. Yeah. Yeah. There's daddy issues, and then there's fucking that. One more, one more. All right. another, another one. Chick, another chick that I met in Rapungi. I took her home. You know, things happened. Was all cool. And I didn't call her. Home. I didn't call her for like two weeks because I wasn't like really into her, right? And she and she finally ends up calling me back, and uh, I didn't answer the phone 
because I was I was hanging out probably at the rock and roll bar. Anyways, she sends me this fucking text. Answer your fucking phone. I'm like, all right. So I answered my phone when she called back, and she said, I want just want to tell you again, like, uh, you, you know, last time we were hanging out, you you know, you got me pregnant. I'm pregnant now. That's definitely like, oh, an really? ick. I, I, yeah, that's an ick, bro. I'm like, I got you pregnant. I'm like, well, that's cool. I like kids. And she's like, well, no, no, you don't understand. You got to, you got to like, give me some money and you got to pay for like me to go to the hospital and go to the doctor and shit like that. I'm like, bitch, I got a vasectomy like 15 years ago. Click. That was a scam trying to happen right there, bro. Right. Yeah. That's definitely some kind of shakedown. Yeah, that was a shakedown, like but you, know, you ain't shaking me down. You can't bullshit a bullshitter, bro. Yeah, you can't dude. bullshit a bullshitter. You ain't well, shaking me down. That. No, I, I got medical records and a scars to prove where, where I've been. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's Rapongi for you, man, dude. Fucking. Yeah, I mean, this crazy. is why I said like that's my number one ick. I like to party in Rome, Fungi. Don't fucking go there. Yeah, you got a point. <laughs> that's definitely true. <laughs> all right so okay faders what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a little break and uh, after we listen to jeremy's new commercial we're excited about this after that we're going to listen to us talk about the news we've got a lot of awesome news happening this week and uh, tom thank you very much for digging that shit up and uh yeah on that note uh let's catch you in a couple of seconds peace <laughs> Eight Stars American Bar, located between Daimyo and Yakuin. Come get your party on! Hey, yo, what's up, Vaders? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what... If I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. It's your liquor. Are you at Harajuku with some out of town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! yeah. Do you want- 
want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete at Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each. And they're worth so much more. These are these, these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. And if you don't like the state project, that's cool. That's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you and we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. If you're going to get your fade on, you got to get your fade on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing. It comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade. And it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your fit on in style. Proper. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. All right, and we are back with the news. Now, Tommy, you spent a lot of time finding some uh, hardcore news for this episode, and I think you did a marvelous job, dude. A spectacular job. And so um, I think maybe you should go first, bro. All right. Thanks, man. Uh, Yeah, I do appreciate that. Wow, I feel special because, like, I never get to go first. Tommy Uh, special. Yeah, special today. So I, I, I basically I picked up 15 stories that like, I sent them to, all to both of you and said, have it, have it, gentlemen. But uh, I'm going to pick my favorite first. Mm. Without further ado, Saitama Man, 7 million yen Rolex stolen after leaving it alone with a quote unquote potential buyer for two minutes. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Watch out. Any good society depends on a certain sense of trust between citizens, but at the same time, we always need to be on our guard against who would like to exploit our kindness. It's hard to know exactly where to draw that line, but I'm pretty sure that there's a way south of leaving a stranger alone with a watch worth 7 million yen, USD 53,000 bucks. 
Wow. Right? That's On July twenty fifth, two men met in a parking lot at a convenience store in, in Saitama Prefecture to negotiate the sale of an eighteen carat yellow gold Rolex Yachtmeister two. Oh, I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know Rolexes. Yachtmeister is a, is a kind of Rolex. It's a uh, they make different different classes. Go ahead. Okay, sorry. Despite its value, the seller was willing to part with it for a measly six point three million yen, forty seven thousand smackaroos. In a sale arranged through a secondhand online shopping site. After the potential buyer walked up to the seller's car wearing shorts, a t-shirt, and thick gloves, the buyer handed him a luxury timepiece for inspection. After looking at for a bit, the buyer asked the seller to go to the, into the store and buy some tea. The seller made the fateful decision to go. Buy me some cheeseburger Pringles, asshole. Right? <laughs> After taking about two minutes to purchase the beverages, the man walked into the store only to find the wire was gone. Both the buyer and the watch were long gone. Still dealing with the crushing reality of what had just happened, the man reported the incident and tried to contact the buyer. However, after texting, I left it in your car and I don't have your watch, the buyer deleted his account. The victim told the media that instead of getting into the car, he opened the door and crouched behind it to look for the watch. That was suspicious. Now that I think about it, we were outside the whole time, which made it easier for him to escape. Although he seemed in good spirits during the interview, he also admitted I was too stupid and honest. It was the general sentiments shared by most of the commenters online. We don't have to read all the comments. One of the comments with a lot of victim blaming going as well. Even the victim told himself in the media that he's partly to blame for what happened. No shit. You know what? I, I can't even fucking read anymore. How like a Batman villain, man. That's like a 1966 Batman villain. Yeah. <laughs> Just go in here and buy me some chips there, asshole. And now I'll wait here with the hold in the watch. No, that's not even, that's like 1930s or 50s level, like Leave the Beaver, like these like, evil here. con man, like must twirling his mustache rolls into town. Yeah. And, you know, sells the, you know what, like I got some nice pro- uh, property in Ropongi, this one guy might be interested in. <laughs> like how, how the fuck, I like, I, I, okay. I want to know. Here's my question: How is someone that fucking dumb and naive able to afford a timepiece that nice? Did he is he a trust fund rat that just inherited the money? Or I, I don't believe this guy like bought it with his own actual money that he earned. Maybe this it's dad's watch. Dumb. Dad's watch, like, probably. Yeah. yeah, maybe dad, maybe daddy's watch. Okay, I, I buy like you know inherited like daddy's money. I, I bet that. But like seriously, really. You're gonna meet in the parking lot. This dude just rolls up like wearing t-shirts and shorts and like thick gloves. And you're like in a parking lot. So you're like, you know, for a fucking for a watch that's you know the price of a luxury car. And you're like, hmm, seems legit. You know, <laughs> I, I'm I see actually, that for a second. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually really impressed that this guy was like smart enough to call the cops. He's like, huh? I'll just wait here. He'll be back. Maybe he's taking it out for a drive. Right. Gotta yeah. take the Rolex for a roll. The guy comes back like you know five minutes later. He's like, yeah, I did a lot, couple laps around the block, and like you know, this watch didn't get me laid, so I'm sorry. This transaction cannot be completed. So like, you know, it's I like his, get me laid, right? I like his Dodge. His Dodge was like, oh, I put it in your car, man. So that, like, while the guy's checking his car, he's got all this extra time to like escape before <laughs> the guy calls the cops. He's like <laughs> through his car for like thirty minutes. Maybe he put it into the glove box. Oh, maybe it fell between the cushion thing. What's the fucking robbery? Delete account. I gotta ask: Was the guy who ro- robbed him like was this Wiley Coyote? 
This is that level of fucking crime, right? Uh, so terrible, man. It's so yeah. stupid. Only in Japan. This is this. this I, th- I think this does emphasize one. Th- at least one thing about Japan is so goddamn sick of crime. People are like, okay, super fucking you know seventy odd watch and just go get some tea. It's pretty ridiculous, Tom. It's pretty you ridiculous. No intention of buying it, and you got a free tea. She's. I know, right? All right, Jimmy. Next story. All right. So you, uh, you want to kick it? All right, I got a good one for you guys. I, I got a good one for you guys. Sixty-nine-year-old Tokyo man arrested for driving without a license for over fifty years. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Fuck yeah, he gives zero fucks about hey, the law. Breaking the. He's probably driving driving around going breaking the law, breaking the law. Fuck yeah, I listen to that every time. Either that or what's the other one? I can't. Drive 55. Even though I'm 69. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So on May 15th, a passenger car was driven through, uh, was, excuse me, was driving through Higashi Murayama in Tokyo when it was suddenly struck from behind by a Harley Davidson three-wheeled motorcycle. However, rather than following the proper procedure and notifying the police of the collision, the motorized trike sped off. As right. you do in a Harley. As one Fuck does. Yeah, just took off. Fuck you, bitches. I'm yeah. on a motherfucking Harley. You, yeah. you, is that what you do, Jeremy? You're just on your fucking Harley? No, I don't crash, you bro. Lights, you're like, fucking just take off in a dirt road. You're like, fuck you, pigs. Motorcycle 101. Don't crash. Stay upright. Yeah. All right. No one was injured in the crash, thank goodness, but it left a dick car, which costs yen to fix. Yeah, in Tokyo. So the owners of the automobile reported it to the Tokyo Metropolitan Police, who launched an investigation, hard-hitting investigation, right. I'm sure, into the hit and run, uh, and used the car's dash cam to identify the vehicle. Ooh, dash cam! We got dash cams everywhere in Japan, by the way, folks. Everybody's got one. It wasn't about until two months later when the same silver bike was spotted on patrol by uh, Kiyose, uh, a car in Kiyose, Tokyo. The officer told the suspect to pull over, and then he spit off down a narrow dirt path, and he couldn't, uh, that the car couldn't enter, so he fucked the Duke's a hazard, man, he went, no, 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 and he's like, took off down this road, this dirt road. One of the officers jumped out, yeehaw, can't catch them Duke boys. One of the officers jumped out of the car and followed the foot, eventually catching up with the motorcycle. How fast the fucking dude run? Oh, at a dead end, at a dead end, it caught him at a dead end. Whoa. When the police asked to see the biker's license, oh, you guys, me, here you go. Uh, he told the police he left it. However, upon further questioning, the 69-year-old, the 69-year-old Tatio Matsumoto finally broke down and admitted he never had one. He was arrested for driving without a license. Further investigation revealed that Matsumoto had been operating motorbikes without a license for 50 fucking years. Holy he shit. He explained that he attempted to get a motorcycle. Holy shit is right. He explained that he tried to get a motorcycle license six times, but couldn't pass the written test. And uh, that was issued. So he gave up at the end of the Doha period, which was around the late 1980s. <laughs> Holy fucking shit, man. Right? Uh, and he said, he said, despite the fact that he was been riding motorcycles since he was 17 years old and was taught by a senior classmate when he entered high school, uh, he, he had been caught and fined once for driving without a driver's license. And now he was, it had been 50 years since he caught again. 
So there's a big question out there. It's like, how did he buy a motorcycle with having a valid license? It, 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 it says something. Those motorcycles are around 6 million yen as well. Let me just point that out. 6 million wow. yen are out. So like, it's like 50, 50 what, G's. So 50, that's about $1,000. Yeah. $52,000. Yeah. So yeah. That, 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 that's around what like the fucking watch and my, my story we were talking about. Yeah. Also, yeah. if he had that watch on him. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Even better. And another thing I is. I have this like, watch and I've hidden it in the only place I can hide it in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know, another thing is about this is basically like, like, I mean, every two years you have to get your bike checked, right? For like, uh, what's it called? The uh, the yeah. air and pollution, the, with the air and pollution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to get it checked like every two years. So how did he do that? I mean, it's impossible unless he did that with like maybe somebody else's name or something. Or I don't think he did any of that. Yeah, I just I don't think this guy. You think this guy gives a fuck? Well, he did ride a Harley, and most people that don't Crazy, that ride Harleys don't give a fuck. That's right. Jeremy, do you give a fuck? I used to. I used to really give fucks. But now I'm all out. I have zero f- gifts. Zero fucks to give. All right, yeah. so gentlemen, I'm going to ask you, uh, what, what, what should the punishment for this guy be? Nothing. Nothing. He'd be able to get away with it, man. Hell, 50 fucking years yeah. of doing That's it. That's what I would say. I'm like, I, I would say, uh, I would say, honestly, first of all, they should give him a honorary license be like you know what if you've been tooling around on a harley for that long and you and you, you, you've only got caught twice i think we should just give him the fucking license like fuck it oh, damn also oh. he's 69 years old and he's he sounds pretty fucking cool i'd say yeah dude let him fucking go let, let him like let him be free well we should know, give him a, a stolen gold seven million watch there you go as a reward here's uh, yeah, always fast go and collect your prize, sir. Yeah. Well, another thing is, though, he did crash, right? So he should pay for the damages. Then after that, I think he's fucking golden. And I think that basically because he's been driving for so long, like without having any trouble whatsoever. Yeah, they should definitely give him a pass. And that test, that test, apparently I've got one friend that just well, bought. You like know a, yeah, I got one friend that just bought a motorcycle who took the test or whatever, and he said that the motorcycle test is actually really difficult. And I got my driver's license two ways. Yeah, I got my driver's license three months ago, and fucking, I got to say, dude, even for a car in Japan, that is not an easy test to get, dude. That is a really difficult fucking test to pass, dude. It is really tough, man. Like, any little mistake you make in that test, you fail. And, dude, it's hardcore. I was in a fucking class full of people from all over the world, dude. It was like we are the world, and me and fucking three other people passed that test, dude. It was fucking that hardcore, man. It is not easy. Not for cars, not for motorcycles. And ain't no joke. And actually, they tell you, they tell you, they're like, listen, if you drive without your license or if your license is like expired and you're still driving, you can get deported. So this is actually kind of a serious crime here in Japan, believe it or not. Oh, I agree. I, I got tons of license. I got I got car, I got motorcycle, I got big motorcycle, and I've got jet ski, and I've got boat operator, boat pilot license. So those are tests are not easy to pass, dude. Those are not easy to pass. Like you said, if you fuck a little bit, they're just looking for a reason to fail. Yeah, because every time you fail, you got to take the test again. Uh, Tom, do you have a yeah, license? Money. No, I do not. No, I, I, yeah. I don't fuck around with that shit. You don't have any license whatsoever? 
Uh, do Tishins count? I got those. All right. So, yeah, you suck. <laughs> you got to get a driver's license, man. <laughs> you got to get a driver's Why? license. No, no, no he's got to be sober to get a driver's license. Oh, yeah. You definitely don't want to try. Yeah, the good point, Jeremy. Yeah. You definitely do not want a driver's license, Tom. Yeah, that would be yeah, your that, that, ultimate that, downfall. That, that would be your kryptonite. That's how, that's how Noah, that's he, because I, I'll I, I be thinking. That's how I know I won't get a DUI. Hey, Johnny, what kind of car does Tom drive, if he could drive? Gremlin? <laughs> no, van. Van. Wow. Oh, the rape van? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the van with no windows? No windows. It's got, like, Star Wars painted on the side and shit, oh, you know. It's uh, puppies in, inside candy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Here we go. Next story. Next story. Okay. Let's see. Which one should I do? Okay. Okay. I got one. Okay. I won. Okay. All right. So since earlier today, we're talking about X, let's talk about romance. I think this story follows suit. Love is in the air, and so is scamming. Here we go. Uh, Japan, Japanese romance scam ringleader detained in Ghana. And Ghana is just west of Nigeria in Africa, just in case. Just in case if any of you guys are wondering. Okay. Uh, Ghanaian authorities have detained a man wanted by Japanese police on suspicion of leading an international romance scam group <coughs> called Grinder. Okay, just joking. Why do we just all believe you, though, right? <laughs> I don't know. Grinder seems kind of dirty. A- investigative sources say uh, Morikawa Hikaru was detained in Ghana last month for allegedly staying in the country illegally, which is weird because I you think like, you know, Ga- I mean, Ghana, dude, I- their immigration really isn't that strict from what I understand. I did a little research. Um, Japanese police say that Morikawa and other members of his group swindled about $11,000 from two people. Fuck, dude, that's really not a lot. If you think about that uh, new documentary movie. That's documentary, not a lot. Yeah. And, and fucking with that Actually, documentary. Actually, though, if, if you think that, about that it, document, though, but, but, but that, that, no, I was going to say, man, like, I, I don't know, man, like that money might I go appreciably pretty far in Ghana. Jeremy. I got a gold watch for sale that I picked. Up, I got a gold watch for sale that I picked up at a convenience store for seven million, but I'll sell it to you for eleven thousand. Oh jeez, yeah, that'll go far. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. They say the group used false identities, such as Amer- as an American writer on a matchmaking application. They tricked people into falling in love, and they asked them for money, including living expenses. Now, how the fuck did they do that? So basically, they said. Okay, so you guys, we match you guys up together. You're both in love. You're going to get married. Now give us money. I don't know. That That's weird. I, I, there's got to be something more to this. You know, like maybe like the app somehow. No, like, actually not. But maybe the app somehow had like a camera so they could see what was going on or something. Or they could record like conversations or something like that. Or something weird like that. There, there must have been something or whatever. Because how would they get like, extra money from them after like a couple fell in love by using their app that doesn't make any sense right there's actually not a lot to it like they're just put preying on really desperate people a lot of them are older never like you know found but you've done this reason. Jeremy. You know, i've read article no i've read article i've read fucking articles about it 
And then even like the U.S. military takes this seriously because they've got like people imitating fucking soldiers. And they're like, no. And then they have, they have to talk to people and go, no, ma'am, I am this person. Like this other person, I can see the emails and the grammar's fucking shitty. They are not a native speaker. I assure you these details are false. Like the military takes it pretty seriously because they're impersonating soldiers and they're, you know, they're rightfully pissed. Doesn't say that in the story, but Jeremy, yeah, no, yeah, but they're saying writers, so whatever. Like, don't personally anybody, pop stars, who fucking names it? What, what's your fancy? You can find right, it on the internet, right. but it okay. might be real. <laughs> okay, good job, Tom. Great. Okay, Jeremy, what were you gonna say? Oh, there's a whole TV show about this called 90 Day, 90 Day Fiance. You can go, you can YouTube that shit. There's people who like hook up with people over the internet, and then they have to go to their country. And talk to them for a day or two, and then they go back. They go back to the U.S. and the people are like, "Oh, I really love you, and you're. I know you're you're 78 years old, but I'm 24. But you know, oh, my car doesn't work. <coughs> Could you send me 200 bucks? That's like it works, man. Oh, so that's basically what's happening because the way the story kind of portrayed it. I mean, I haven't finished the story, but it, it kind of portrayed it that like basically like people would fall in love and then they would swindle these people in the future after they fell in love. Yeah, Tom Tom kind of fucked killed it. Like he said, like the guy's an old, kind of lonely person. He goes to like Brazil and meets this hot big titty bitch with like with the jiggly jiggly ass and they, they're cool for days and she he goes back to the US and she or the, the or the company says like, Oh, <clears throat> she got arrested, to pay her bail. Oh okay. send us thirty nine thousand okay, dollars. I got it, I got we're it. gonna so get her out of jail for you because we're actually, we're Catfishing, basically. It's catfishing, catfishing. yeah. 90 90 Day Fiancé. 90 Day Fiancé, catfishing. Because it says right here, they say the group use false identities such as American writer on matchmaking app. They trick people into falling in love and asking for money, including living expenses. I guess the writing is all fucked up. That's why I fucking got confused. Okay, cool. Now I understand. Okay, please have put Morikawa. I was going to say, yeah, they go, oh, grandma, grandma got cancer so you got to help us pay her for her hospital bill which is like $700 so you send $700 to them and then like there's really no grandma there's really there's really no cancer there's just like them scamming coming up, buy coming up with extra shit yeah fucking catfishing okay please have put Morikawa on an international wanted list over a $1,000 fucking that's fucking crazy now the suspects he wait wait they suspected he gave instructions from Ghana to other members of the group in Japan. Okay. The 58-year-old is expected to be sent back to Japan. Please plan to arrest him. Investigators say the group's bank account records show that they roughly, oh, that roughly $3 million had been deposited by 65 people to have been victims. Okay, cool. Now fucking $3 million is in play. So this is a catfish. fucking big thing. Yeah, that's a major fucking catfishing game, dude. Holy shit. So basically, yeah, they're just pretending to be all these people fucking, yeah, swindling money from them and then fucking, oh, man. Yeah, that is like the fucking um, that, that uh, new show that's on uh, Netflix. What's it called? Um, what's it called? In- Inventing Anna. That's the name of it. Inventing Anna. Have you guys yeah. seen that? It's like huge right now. Just make about up it. a person, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I I saw it. I watched a couple episodes. Like, mm, kind of kind of fell off. But yeah. what do you mean it fell off, dude? It's pretty- no, I, I I I saw two episodes. I was like, me, I got better stuff to watch. 
Dude, it's a fucking true story. It's about like this fucking huge fucking female like con artist that fucking swindled like almost like what? $70 million from fucking high end fucking elite people in New York plus banks like what? Three different banks and like what? Five eight to eight different hotels. Dude, that's never been done in the history of grifting. She's like a grifting legend. How could and you she's how could in you not find jail right now? No, she's not in jail, dude. What the fuck are you talking about? She's in Germany. <laughs> you should sure. watch the whole thing, dude. All right. I got a great grifting story if you guys want to sure, hear. Sure, go for it. I always used to hang out in this bar, Black Lion. It's no longer around, but it used to be in Megaro. And I, I'm friends with the owner. I'm friends with the bartender. I met my wife there. I've been going there for years. Hung out there all the time. And then one day, I'm with one of my very best friends. And we had just been to, like, Tokyo Comic Con or something like that. We hung out all day. And we went to Black Lion to get a pint of beer. And we get to the Black Lion, and there's this chick in there that I've never seen before, and she's sitting at the bar. So I sit down, and I'm talking to my friend. I got my back to her, and like uh, I'm talking to my buddy, and we're talking about Comic-Con or whatever. We just saw all those Batman sculptures were cool. Did you see that new movie poster, blah, blah, blah. And then she's behind me going, <laughs> like, like crying or whatever. And we're just, I look like this, like, oh, whatever. And she's and she starts getting louder, like, <laughs> and like my my buddy's like, uh, what what's, what the fuck's going on with her? And I'm like, are you okay? And she goes, I'm okay, uh, but I'm so sad. I'm like, oh, okay, but um, good luck with that. And I start talking to my buddy again, and then she's like, like puts her head on my shoulder and starts like going, <laughs> grind on my back, and I'm like, yo. And I move my my arm like this, like get the fuck off my back. And as I do that, I turn around, and this chick slaps me. She goes, "Don't touch me!" And then the guy across the bar goes, "Oh my god, he's been hitting on her all night." And I'm like, "What the fuck?" And I'm like, "I just walked in here like 40 minutes ago, and I've been only talking to my buddy, right? I've never seen this chick before in my life." I'm like, "I get what's going on here. You fucking guys are trying to grift me because you think you're gonna try to call the police." And say that I did something, but I haven't. But you fucked up because this is where I hang out. This is my bar. And I'm like, my buddy Scott, he's the bartender. I'm like, get up here, man. He's like, what's going on? I'm like, you got a couple grifters here, bro. We're trying to set up this scam. And then the guy's like, I don't know what you're fucking talking about. And Scott's like, I told him a story. He's like, okay, you guys got to fucking go. So he grabs a dude by the fucking collar, Indian dude, and like shoves him out of the bar. And he's like, tells the chick, you got to get the fuck out of this bar. And she fucking leaves. And that's what they were doing there. They were setting up a scam where like they could say like, this guy saw me like harassing this girl. And then like she hit me and then I would probably try to hit her back or something. And then they could call the police and try to get scam me out of money. Yeah, that happens. That's yeah, some bullshit, bro. That's, that's, that's why you got to be careful. But, like, you know, Jeremy, you're, like, you're lucky because you're in your element. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, man. I'm a fucking regular. Yeah, here. this is my bar. This is where I hang out, bro. This, I've been here for 20 fucking years. I met my wife here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. No, there's tons of scams that happen in like this city in all major cities. I mean, I mean, this is just the tip of the iceberg. But this catfishing thing's been going on for fucking ages and ages and ages, you know. But um, yeah, these guys fucking what was it? Three million dollars, three million dollars, and then going and retiring in fucking night. Uh, what's called Ghana? Ghana, dude. Fucking dude, three million dollars goes. Oh god, three million dollars goes so far over there, dude. I mean. You're going to live like a king. Your kids are going to live like kings. Your grandkids. Yeah. Fucking what was that movie? Fucking uh, it's called War. Was it not uh, War of Lord? Lord War. 
Lord of Lords of War. War. Yeah, was that yeah, what? Lords Nicholas of War. Cage, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh God, yeah, dude. Three million will go crazy over there. Oh, dude, seriously, man. All right, Tom. Next story. All right, man. Um, I'm going to read this one because this is okay. I think this one that might actually be my favorite, and I'm surprised neither one of you guys took this. But fuck it, I'm going to jump on it because this one it, has to be told. Monkeys have attacked more than 60 people in three weeks in one Japanese town. <laughs> I think we covered this before, mm-hmm. but they're fucking escalating. So yep. if you see, like, uh, what is it? Like, Planet of the Apes. This is how it all fucking really goes down in our in our timeline. Monkeys have come inside people's homes to attack them, including a man asleep in his third bed, third floor bed. When you hear Japan and monkeys, your first image might be simians soaking in a natural hot spring as are known to do in some mountainous parts of the country. However, things are a lot less heartwarming in Yamaguchi City these days, where residents in the Ogori neighborhood have been the target of monkey attacks for more than three weeks. Violent encounters with local wildlife are unheard of if more in more more rural parts of Japan, but there are usually isolated incidents. However, since July 8th, uh, though there have been more than 60 people that have been attacked by monkeys in Ogori, which works out to an average of just under three victims in a day. Think about it. Three people getting fucking done up by a monkey in a day. That's how fucking hardcore this area is. Now, Tom, let me ask you, how far is this place from Fukushima? Uh, Yamaguchi, that'd be out. That's pretty far from Fukushima, man. That's actually a lot closer to here, right? Okay, That's that's like Mount Fuji territory. I was just curious if they're like mutated monkeys. No, 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 no. It's a, it's a fair point because, like, Johnny, I, I get your point because your question is like something's fucking going on here, right? Yeah. Was there like yeah? Was there, there like a fucking chemical waste spill, and that's how the Toxic Avenger was born? Inquiring <laughs> minds got to know. <laughs> Good point. Right. Okay. What's more, the the attacks aren't occurring because humans are crashing about the forest or startling in their natural habitat. Instead, it's the opposite situation as many attacks are taking place inside people's homes. The monkeys, not only the monkeys are attacking people, doing some fucking B&E homes action first. I'm inside. Yeah, I'm inside. <laughs> in the first accident, incident, a monkey managed to make its way into the family's screen door and attacked an 11-month-year-old baby. Oh, shit, man. That's it's bad. The babies, man. It's gotta go. That's really bad. Really scratch yes. wounds on the child's legs. Other incidents have included a woman in her 30s who was attacked in the evening by a monkey while on the second floor balcony of her home suffered injuries to her arms and back. Man in his 70s was attacked while sleeping in pre-dawn hours when a monkey came through an open third floor window at his home and bit him on both legs. This one's not good enough. These monkeys have taste. A woman in her 70s was also attacked by a monkey in the morning when a monkey came through her open door biting her on her, her both hands and feet. Jesus Christ, man. These monkeys are going nuts. Dude, you know, in I, response, uh, in response, police, local police have been performing monkey patrols and, and laid out traps placed around the community. Unfortunately, the monkeys seem to have little interest in the traps bait, making it clear their motive is venture around town. Although one monkey was shot with tranquilizers and captured on Tuesday, the attacks continue the very next day. So it appears there are at least two other monkeys that have been targeting town's residents. Thankfully, all attacks have been ca- carried out by a same animal. Current theory is the monkeys are are T currently part of a larger troop. I don't know. It's a little fucked up. Platoon. As you um, have noticed, many of the attacks involve monkeys coming through open doors and windows with those screen projects and blah, blah, blah. Okay, you get the fucking idea. It's monkey apocalypse down there. Yeah, and it's monkey let me apocalypse. See, let me see if I can get up. 
Uh, that's not a lot more inches. You, you guys want to see some of the injuries, some of the bite marks they look like? Uh, but dude, it's a podcast, dude. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, just describe what you see. Uh, it's fucking What's brutal, dude. It's gnarly shit, dude. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely a clitoris. Bop, 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 yeah. bop, bop. So you get done up, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, this anyway. is like the beginning of like the monkeypox uh, uh, oblivion of humanity, dude. This is like really hardcore, dude. These monkeys are taking twenty eight days, man. Yeah, they're taking over, dude. Fucking, that's insane, man. And fucking for them to shoot them with tranquilizers, I don't think tranquilizers are like gonna cut it, dude. These monkeys are hardcore, dude. They're running around with fucking like pickpocketing and fucking like all sorts of other like uh, weird devices and how to fucking break into fucking cars and people's houses and shit, dude. These monkeys are out of control, man. So fucking, yeah, I I think they need 12 gauge shotguns. Do do you think the monkeys are like smoking like monkey meth? They're like. Monkey meth. Monkey meth. And they're just like, ah! I'll get you, you motherfuckers. Uh, Whatever you do, don't stick your cock in that monkey. No! Oh, God, dude. Dude, combine this with the fucking monkey pox, and like, this is how, like, the fucking, like, real apocalypse, this could be a legit scenario for, like, the. This this monkey pox, like, who's done? Dude, it's going to be slow, painful death for the rest of humanity. True. What if the monkeys are not real monkeys? What if the monkeys are actual people that had monkey pox that transformed into fucking monkeys? And now these fucking people are like fucking monkey pox, fucking zombie monkey people. And they're running around spreading the disease. And it's just starting right here. This is ground zero, man. And so these people are fucking getting bitten and shit. Not once, not twice, sometimes three, four, five times and shit on both hands, both feet, both legs and shit. It's going crazy. So what's going to happen is these people are going to turn into the monkeys and they're going to start biting people on their fucking left foot. Let right foot and shit, and they're gonna fucking just spread and spread and spread. Ibaraki Prefecture's not that far away from Tokyo, boys. Yeah, that's the yeah. that's the fucking premise of the movie uh, Altered States from the '80s. Remember that that guy turned into a monkey at the end and started biting people. Oh mm. shit, that's right, dude. Yeah, before he turned into like a space entity. Yeah, dude, that's fucking. Or, 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 or could it even be worse? Like, could it even be worse? Remember, uh, twenty four days later, or twelve like monkeys. Those- no, 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 fucking tw- tw- 24 days later, there's a fucking zombie movie where, like, these dipshit animal oh, 28 rice days later. Oh, sorry, 28 days later. You're right, sorry. I thought it was, like, later. 37 days later. Yeah. No. Well, anyway, but, like, this dipshit and, like, animal rights activists, like, run in there. They're like, we're going to rescue our little furry friends. Ooh, we're going to get your torture pals out of here. The scientist yep. is like, whatever you do, not fucking op- open up the cages. These, They're infected with what? Rage. That's all the fucking zombie. <laughs> and Johnny, as I recall, I think the last episode, we are rolled to get pox apocalypse or something. Now this is going to be have to be the fucking sequel. It's like monkey pox apocalypse, the reckoning, or the fucking. This is how the world ends. I don't fucking know. I love it. I love it. I'm starting. I'm starting to get a fucking buzz oh, awesome. here. Where I, I don't know. Oh, awesome. Fresh out of fucking titles. No, no, no. That was perfect. The reckoning. <laughs> Johnny, I got I got one more story right, 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 before we before we okay, so We've been so going okay. for a long time. This is a short one. One, one, one second, Jerry. Just quick disclaimer. Right. Johnny fucking claims that I tell too many fucking stories, and now Jeremy's fucking gonna fucking take the cake away. All right, sorry, been fun. We've been off for a time. All right, man. All right, man. Fucking Jeremy, go for it. Ding it up. All right. So this is a short one, but this is fun. Uh, man sleeping on the streets arrested after headbutting police officer who woke him up. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome, bro. Never wake up a homeless guy. 
right? Don't wake up a drunk, right? Because what has he got to fucking lose, right? Because like his life already sucks enough. Cop wakes up, he's just like, "Fuck you!" Blam, nails in the head. He's like, three hots and a cot, got a roof over my head." You pretty much summed it up, man. You pretty much summed it up. It says police in Motsubetsu, Hokkaido have arrested a 31-year-old man on suspicion of, of assault and obstructing a police officer performing his duty. Uh, the police officer was called around 2 a.m. on Sunday from a passerby who said there was a, a man apparently sleeping on the streets in Hokkaido, Hosso. Uh, police went to the scene where the police officer once woke up the man and was headbutted in the face. The police said the man and the who was a company employee was drunk, no shit, and was sleeping on the streets right in front of uh, his house, no shit. Uh, the police officer sustained minor lip injuries. That's it, man. Wait, 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 wait. wait. So this dude was sleeping in front of his house. Isn't the cop wrong? Because like that cop That's was trespassing. You, dude, if you, if you want to fucking get drunk and pass out in your front yard, that is your goddamn business. It's your fucking property. It might be, not, it may, it may, not, it may not be the safest or the brightest thing to do, but that is that is that is God given right, and I will defend that. Yeah, the yeah, self defense to a degree, isn't it? Yeah, right. And also, also, if you're gonna whip somebody, you don't go over to him and go, "Hello, sweetie." Hey, can you be good? Yeah, no, you get your fucking nightstick out and you start poking him in the fucking ribs. Hey, he asshole, tickling. wake up. <laughs> He's tickling his yeah. nipples. <laughs> wake up. Oh, man. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, you can like check to make sure that they're alive. But I mean, once you notice that they're sleep, that they're breathing, I, I think just let them ble- be, you know. Right. You can poke them in the ribs of your fucking nightstick, whatever. You know, yeah. just lean over them. <laughs> like, oh. Shoot in the air, wake them up really quickly. Pow! <laughs> air horn. <laughs> oh man. Okay, I got one last Another story. Day. <laughs> One All last right. story. Here we go. Mother arrested for leaving children at home alone for 10 hours while she played pachinko. Okay. Please in Asahikawa, Hokkaido, have arrested a 27-year-old woman on charges of parental neglect after she left her two young children at home alone for over 10 hours while she played pachinko. Schools out. For summer. That's what those kids were singing, man. If I, can, if I was like a little kid and my mom left for 10 hours, dude, I'd be like, yes, dude. Netflix is mine. Parental control is off. And I'm hitting the booze in the fridge. According to police, Saki Shirarahama, a self-professed bar worker. Oh, she's a bar worker. Um, left her two children who. Oh, yes, yes. So that so that means she's what an intern um, <laughs> who are under the age of 10 at home from 8 a.m. on Sunday. Kyoto News reported the front door was not locked. Police said a neighbor contacted the police after noticing that the children were alone without their mother. Probably because they were partying, man. They're getting their paint on. The music's up. The video games are rocking. These kids are having a gas of a time. Shirahama returned home at 6.20 p.m. The children were not ill or harmed in any way, police said. 
Oh, no smoke, no fire. Now, please are questioning Shironohara about whether she has left the children at home alone before. Okay, Tom, you've got kids. Now, my question goes to you, dude. So, Tom, wait, did he just leave? The, oh, wait, no, there he is. no, he's back. He's back. All right, Tom, 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 Tom. He's back. Back okay. again. What is the longest time that you would leave your kid alone at home? Zero. We don't do that. You don't do that? Like, if you got to pick up, like, uh, maybe, like, a beer from downstairs or something? Then somebody else watches him. Okay, good. Good answer. Good answer. Jeremy? We, we, we haven't done that. Um, I'm a guy who was born in the 70s and lived through the 70s and the 80s. So I remember my parents pulling up the station, rolling up all the windows, leaving a half put out cigarette in the ashtray and then going into the bar for happy hour. Um, me and my sister sit in the car, breathing in this little crack <laughs> on the window. In Texas? Oh God. Dad comes back and it's like 900 degrees in Texas. Uh, but I, I say zero hours. Like, Yeah. Zero hours. Okay. All right. Well, well, well most we we, we 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 left like my kid alone for well not alone but we left him with one of my friends who also has children for about twenty minutes when he was a baby so we could run across the street and I could get a new winter coat but he was supervised with another adult who I trust who has children. That's it. Oh, nice. That's the, the most he's been alone. Yeah. Other than that, we've we've been, we've both been with him. Okay, question. What about babysitters in Japan? Is there such a thing? I've never heard of such a thing. They, they don't do it. It's not a thing? Jeremy, what do you think? Parent, it's the parents that, like, your, your mother-in-law watches your kids for you? Right, because, like, yeah, basically, they think it's bad form. Like, yeah, it's it's, it's got to be, like, family or, like, a relative. Like, I don't know. It's, it's fucking weird because, like, I, I got babysat by, you know, neighborhood, you know, kids that were, like, you know, five or six, you know, however many years older than me were responsible, right? Five say or six years it. older? So if you're yeah, six, that means they're 12. Uh, fucking, yeah. really? no, I don't, I don't fucking I got, remember. I don't I remember exact details, but they're certainly older than me and responsible. So. I think you were babysat by Jack Daniels. <laughs> Maybe, possibly. <laughs> I got, I got, I'm actually friends with my babysitter from when I was a kid. When I was a toddler, she used to babysit me and like, she sent me a friend request. She's like, are you so-and-so's kid? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, you don't remember me. But when you were like two or three years old, I used to babysit you and I had a big crush on your uncle. So I'm really good friends with her now. She's really a, really a sweet lady. That's, that's kind of cool. That, you know, that's cool. Yeah. That's kind of heartwarming in a way. Yeah. She sent me some photos and shit from when I was a little kid that I'd never seen before. And I'm like, oh, this that's is that's really nice. Oh, wow. I was like two awesome. or three years old. Yeah. Really wow, sweet what lady. A- Cool. What a great story to end the show on. You want me to fuck up the mood? Because I got one like funny one. Like, fuck yeah. Sweet fuck it up, Tom. Yeah, right. Tom. You're good at fucking things up. We can't go on a fucking positive note. Not when I'm fucking around. No, no, no. Normally, the tradition is that if Tom reads the last, he goes out on a positive note. Not this time, motherfucker. Not on this watch. <laughs> There we no. go. Get low. Let's fucking twirl our drinks in the air. All right, here we go. Drunken police officer arrested for trespassing into company he believed was his home. Police in Osaka have arrested a 22-year-old police officer on suspicion of unlawful entry after he was trespassing in a shipping company's distribution center on Sunday. 
From the police, the officer, who works in Takatsuki, was quoted in saying, quote, I was too drunk to remember anything. I thought I was entering my own home, motherfuckers. End quote. Mokomiri reported that the officer climbed over a three-meter-high fence. So he was really motivated to get into his home. Yeah. And entered the premises of the shipping company's dispersion center in Naniwa Ward, Osaka, at around 2 a.m. A security guard noticed the officer and grabbed him, and he called 110, a.k.a. 911. Police said the officer had been drinking alcohol. You think? <laughs> at a girl's bar, which is like, I don't know, it's kind of Hooters where like the waitresses are hot and flirtatious. Yeah, it's a, it's a hostess bar. Yeah, it's, and it's not, it's not there's, there's layers of it, but it's it's more like Hooters, like where the like you know they're hot and they're flirtatious. But well, it like, depends, you know, but yeah, yeah. But whatevs. Uh, in Chu Award from around eight thirty p.m. on Saturday. Dun, dun, dun. That's all short and sweet, as I promised. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna say, dude, I'm on the cop side on this one because the thing is, we've all been there where we accidentally try to go into the wrong room in like the apartment building. We're like. Oh shit, this is 513, not 615. Oh shit, I'm on the wrong floor. Or oh shit, I'm in the wrong building. Or oh shit, I'm in the wrong state. <laughs> you know, we've all been there, dude. So fucking, you know, I'm on the cop side, dude, because the cop dude, I mean, he's just like, dude, listen, I got wasted at a girls' bar. I was drinking champagne with some chicks, you know, and I just had to get home. And I, I thought this building was my apartment building, dude. So fuck it. You know, I'm, you know, I don't think this cop should get charged with anything. I don't either. I also, because he's a 22 year old dude. And also, like, I don't know, his his boss might not see it like that. But like, dude's 22 years old. He went out and got blasted. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. right of passage. Also, you probably could have done worse things, right? That age. True. True, true. Yeah, I mean, dude, seriously, man. I mean, you got to give this guy a pass. I mean, it's kind of embarrassing that he's like in the newspaper and shit. But I mean, fuck it, dude. I mean, we've all done that shit. I mean, this is Japan. This is the land of fucking drinkers, dude. I mean, you name me one person that's a drinker that's never fucking done something stupid like this. Right. And if you have, well, also, I would point out if you haven't done anything, if you haven't got drunk at least once and done something dumb like this, then, like, I'm sorry, you haven't fucking lived. Because you, you gotta have dumb shit to, like, tell your kids and your friends, like, oh, man, I was out fucking drinking, like, you wouldn't believe some of the shit I did. But, Tom, you're gonna write a book, so you you could probably just give him the book. Yeah, right? There, I was just like, here you autograph go. Yeah, autograph that shit for him. Although, like, yeah, I was like, or some of my other friends, and I had this story where, like, so, like I, I wake up and, like, I realize, oh, shit, I was, I've been blackout drunk for a couple days, right? And then somebody comes and says, hey, man, you you did like blah, 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 and a bunch of stupid shit. And then I was like, I don't recall doing that, but that does something does sound like something I would do if I was drunk. Like yeah, pissing we, all over someone's house? <laughs> I don't recall doing that. Yeah, cracking your head open and all sorts of other shit, getting in somebody's bed. <laughs> yeah. Covered in piss, having piss footsteps all over the entire house. Yeah, I don't recall doing that. I don't know what you're talking about. That's, that does not sound like something I would do. No, that does sound like something that you did. <laughs> what, what episode was that? <laughs> 600. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, faders, thank you very much for tuning into this most faded and very interesting episode of Got Faded Japan. Um, we are all over social media. So if you know what social media is, 
fucking find us because we are there. We are everywhere. And if you want to support the show, yes, go down to Patreon because we are on Patreon. It costs you $5. That is nothing in today's world. $5 don't mean shit to you, but to us, man, it means the world, man. So definitely help support the show. Yes, it buys us drinks. It keeps the fucking show going and stuff. So definitely do that. And uh, we definitely upload content. Definitely, definitely, definitely all the time. So um, yeah, um, if you could do that, that would be awesome. And hey, shit, dude. All right. If you guys are in a jam, if times are tight, yo, 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 we completely understand because we've all been there. In fact, Tom's still there right now. And um, so what you can do is you can go to iTunes and give us a five star review and write something groovy. It takes two seconds. It takes two seconds. Do that. And if you do come to Japan, Come down to Tokyo, hang out with me and Tommy and shit. We'll get some street beers with you. We'll take you to the Satanist bar or some shit. And uh, we'll tell you that you got to go to Fukuoka because Fukuoka is a place that a lot of people don't think about going to, but they definitely should because there's a lot of great stuff there that a lot of people don't know about. Uh, Jeremy, what's in Fukuoka? Oh, we've got yatais, which is like um, these little stalls that are set up outside of the river. They're just a big street of yatais, and it's just like people who have like little barbecues set up. Yeah, and you can just go in there and you can order like I'll have a steak, I'll have some chicken wings, I'll have I'll have some ramen. You know, you can you can move from stall to stall and enjoy each and every type of local cuisine at the yatais. It's not cheap, but it's worth it because it's a good experience. Also, hey, if you guys have a friend who is just getting into podcasting, who likes to listen to a Three Drunk Nerds talk, you can actually go to your favorite podcasting uh, application and uh, click share and just send them a link to our show. They don't have to pay for it. It's free. It's entertaining. They're going to have a good time. And if they're into Japan, if they're into drinking, my favorite kind of price, just send it to them. Yeah, but, but Tom, what you got to say, man? I think you gentlemen have covered it. I do. No, 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 no. We did not cover everything. Tom, no, listen, Tom, there's this one more gem that's in Fukuoka. Jeremy's bar, which I already thought we plugged that. Fuck yeah. Eight stars American bar. Eight stars American bar. The only place to get your drink on in Fukuoka. If you're in the west side of Japan, you know where you're going to go, where you can can get your beer on. That's right. All right, that's my fucking rhyme for today. All right, faders, fucking, we are fucking faded as fuck, so we got to get out of here and uh, actually drink some more while we just hang out. All right, faders, see you later. Peace. Go fuck yourselves. My little brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Oh, you eat till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.